Hi, everybody. I am Jen Johnson, and you are watching Thought by Thought Healing, where I like to get on here and talk about everything having to do with healing and reversing chronic pain and other chronic symptoms. And everything that I talk about is based in current neuroscience and understanding how our brains and our thoughts affect our physiology and therefore our body and our experiences in our body, including symptoms and pain. And today the topic is this idea of um, earning our salvation and legalism and works-based Christianity. Woo! It's a good one. Um, I'm really excited about it. I've been planning on talking about this for a few months now and here we go. It's interesting because I actually never know which of my videos are going to hit people where they are in their life and so we'll see. But for me, this was a really big one um, because this can be really fear-based and it will set off the nervous system. Um, if you're new to this channel, um, the let's see, a summary of the neuroscience of pain is that when the brain perceives, keyword perceives, that you are not safe, that you are potentially in danger, it will send an alarm of pain. Pain is alarm from the brain warning you. Um, and yet sometimes it's just perceived danger. It is not actual um, imminent now danger. And so we get to correct the brain when it is misinformed. And so um, today talking about legalism, um, first I want to uh, talk a little bit about hypervigilant brain or nervous system and what that means. Um, so first I'm going to start with a couple definitions. Um, I'm going to start first with vigilance, which is the action or state of keeping careful watch for possible danger. This is how our brains are created and it's a good thing. We want to keep that. The brain, actually, its job is to protect you and to let you know when there are things around us happening or in us that are actually not safe and that we need to alter how we are interacting with life. Um, we are not fighting against this system. Um, this system, it is what we want. Um, but hypervigilance is an elevated state of constantly assessing potential threats. It's an increased alertness. It's extremely sensitive to your surroundings. And that um, can happen as a response to trauma or little t trauma. Little t trauma is a little bit hard to detect in your life. And as you do this work of reversing chronic pain, sometimes you will discover that you experience some little t trauma in your life and that there is some healing that needs to happen for your nervous system in order to regulate. But in this hypervigilance, I want to talk about four areas that I have come up with, and um, people may disagree with me and put the fourth category somewhere else, but I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So the first one is bio, and we're going to go biopsychosocial. So the bio is a hypervigilance to your body and the sensations that you are experiencing when you are doing what is considered to be everyday life. So maybe it's a sensation that everybody around us experiences, but for me, it was awful, and my my brain used hypervigilance to to analyze that sensation and found it to be for some reason potentially dangerous even though it is not and um, and then it sent pain and symptoms um, through physiology um, so it's really happening in your body it is changing the organs in your body um, in tension or oxygen or whatever um, and so your symptoms are real your pain is real and so that bio response is a response to the sensations in your body and then it is perceiving it as pain. Now remember, the brain sets off the pain for any sort of danger, whether it's emotional, physical, it doesn't matter. So the second category is psycho. And this is actually really important, you guys. What is happening in your brain, how you are treating yourself in your brain, whether it is kind 
were not kind, discouraging, encouraging, even abusive, just straight up mean to yourself. On that scale somewhere in there, your brain may be hypervigilantly um, analyzing yourself and creating literally a space in your own skin, in your body that your brain does not feel safe because of the way that you are talking to yourself. The third one is social, and that is hypervigilance for what is um, happening around you, the relationships that you are in and experiencing in your life. So that can be family or that can be friends, um, and your brain may be detecting that you are not safe when you are actually safe, and so it is having a hypervigilant response. Now, if you are not safe or you do not have boundaries in your life, that's a different story, but sometimes, right, today we're just talking about um, kind of uh, perceived danger in the social category. And so looking at um, what areas is your brain hypervigilantly analyzing um, experiences in your emotional relationships. And so from that, we can develop things like personality traits and aversions to certain emotions or feeling it's not safe to experience sorrow or anger or fear, etc. And so we suppress them. Um, and then the fourth one that we're kind of touching on today is this um, is this hypervigilance of this relationship that we have with God, with Jesus. Um, and and when our brains go into hypervigilance over that, what is we can take what is meant to be the most life-giving relationship in our life um, and turn that thing into something that is fear-based and actually perceived as dangerous to our brain. And so I found a great amount of of healing, obviously emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, but also physically from um, from finding freedom in my relationship with God and my understanding of His um, His kind of His expectations and His gifts to me through the Holy Spirit. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. So I'm actually going to go to Galatians three. This is the first time that I'm going to actually just read out of Scripture. But I think when we are talking about something that is so biblical in nature, it is important that we are looking directly at God's word. And so I'm going to read just a few portions out of Galatians 3, um, kind of fragmented verses, but I would, um, if this is something you struggle with, um, legalism and being fearful about um, accidentally doing wrong, uh, I would suggest kind of living in this for a little bit, maybe meditating in, in this um, chapter. So Galatians 3, um, he says, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Which is interesting. Who? Who has, who's made you think in this way? It's not God. So who? I think that's a rhetorical question. Did you receive the spirit by observing the law or by believing what you heard? So he's saying like, wait, is this by obeying the law or by believing? After beginning with the spirit, are you now trying to attain your goal by human effort? That was totally me, completely human effort, absolutely trying to earn the um, the right to be loved by God, um, trying to stay in his good graces by micromanaging myself into the perfect behavior, um, totally fear-based. Um, then he says, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you because you observe the law or because you believe what you heard? Again, going back to it's about what you believe. This is my favorite one. All you who rely on observing on observing the law are under a curse. 
And when I look back to how I was living while I was in chronic pain, I was absolutely living under the curse, not in love. I was not living in this, this space of love, of safety in, in this, this God who loves me. But instead, I was, I was actually living in this fear of workspace, trying to make this, this relationship with, with God to be a place of safety, um, when in reality, um, I'm over here working myself into a flurry of fear. Um, and so I love this, this whole chapter. I just handpicked some stuff, but it's really just about how it's the Holy Spirit who's doing the work. It is not you doing works-based, um, behaviorism. Um, so I hope that, that you can see that, that, that he, he wants freedom for you and us. If, if you don't struggle with this, if this is not your story of, of, of fearing, um, doing the wrong thing, then this, this video may not make any sense to you. And so I would ask that you give those of us who are in that space and who have been living in fear in our relationship with God, give us just a little bit of space to grow in this. Um, I am in no way saying that this is, um, a freedom, um, and a right to sin, because as you listen, you will find that it actually, um, does the opposite, but through love instead of fear. Um, I had a friend, I went out to fr uh, coffee with a friend this week and we were talking about um, this episode and um, she was just sharing how this is one of her struggles too, of, of fear of, of sinning and, and sometimes even like fear of, of God because it, what if my behavior hasn't been and good enough and is this next thing, this next choice I'm going to make, is, is one of these a sin? What do I do? All this fear-based stuff. And and her question was like, well, how, how do you get out of it? Like, let's talk about that. And the answer to that is really interesting because if you go back to Galatians 3, it very clearly says it is about the Holy Spirit. And so I can't, I can't give you a step-by-step -step out of this. I think it is a turning to Jesus and saying, hey, I'm living in fear. And here's the thing about fear. I'm derailing for a second. Here's the thing about fear. Fear is rooted in fear. It doesn't come out easily. So you're, you're going to call your fear reasonable. You're going to think it's a good thing. It, it makes sense. It's logical. But it's not rooted in love. And we want to live our lives rooted in love. And yet we are living in rooted in this cycle of fear. And so my plea to you would be, or my suggestion to you would be to um, as he's saying in Galatians 3, that it's about the Holy Spirit. So asking the Holy Spirit to help you to expect that he is going to free you and he's going to show you what ways that you are living in fear. And so trusting and visualizing and expecting him to do that. And then asking, straight up just asking the Holy Spirit to, um, to guide you and to free you um, and to be willing that's a big part of this is being humble enough to let your fears go. Sometimes we want them. Sometimes we want those fears um, because they feel safe, right? They feel they have, they give us this empty promise of if you do this next thing right, then you will be safe in Christ. And that's, that's not what scripture says. Scripture doesn't say it's about living by the law. It is, it is about by the gift the Holy Spirit has given us and the gift that it straight up is just to be in relationship with him. Um, as I was able to walk away from this um, this legalism and this fear, um, the awesome part was that I discovered that this was safe, and I just wanted to live here. Um, there was 
there was no reason for me to go back to this pile of whatever you want to call this hot steaming junk over here. Um, There was no reason for me to want that anymore because this place over here in relationship with God, uh, for those of you who are listening to this on audio, I'm pointing upwards to on my right hand side to what my relationship with God is and this this piling steam of fear over here on the left hand side. So this on the right is what I want. It's this relationship that is full of safety and it is um, it's love. It's living in love, and it's it's um, peace and it's joy and it's um, it's all the things that actually regulate the nervous system. It is awe um, when we live in awe of God, which is the real interpretation of fear of God. Um, that is actually this amazing feeling that um, that comes over our bodies, and we get to live in peace and love um, when we are over here, and we won't want this sin. So I'm not talking about freedom to sin in this, but I am talking about freedom from from fear of it um because as we are over here living in love um we will we will have freedom that um that we never knew um so um that's my take on that fourth hypervigilance is that relationship that spiritual part that relationship with god so it's important that we start to identify what are the hypervigilant areas that our brain and body are living in and um and starting to replace that with truth and when we get to that fourth category well all of them but specifically that fourth category when earning our salvation um instead instead um praying that the holy spirit would um would guide you and lead you into love and and help you to see these roots of fear and these 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 fears that we're we're holding so tightly to. Um, so um, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, check out my website thoughtbythoughthealing.com, and I have a program um, that people are taking seven sessions um, called Conquering Chronic Pain Through Science and the Gospel. Ironically, apparently Nicole Sachs has a program called Conquering Chronic Pain. I did not know that when I named my program. Um, we are she does excellent and amazing stuff, um, including journal speaking all this stuff. Um, but I will say that our programs are different just in case you're confused about that overlap. Um, And you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram under the name Thought by Thought Healing. And yeah, I want the best for you guys and just really um, hope for freedom for you in all the mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical um, relief that comes through, through this work. So enjoy and I will talk to you guys later.